Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of A Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Hello and welcome to this LinkedIn Live. I need to remember the camera's up there now, not there. Um, How is everyone today? I hope those listening are happy and enjoying the beautiful weather. It's certainly beautiful and sunny here in Peterborough. And I'm going to try and remember not to swing too much on my chair because I've noticed I do that a bit too much. Uh, Hopefully people can hear me and uh, hopefully you got an invitation to come along and join me today uh, to have a talk about understanding performance. So, uh, here I am. It's been a little while since I've last done a LinkedIn Live and it's just past two o'clock now. So um, hopefully people are going to be there listening. Please do drop any comments in uh, as as you do this. Obviously, if you're listening on the podcast, a half dozen things, then I've already done the live and you're not going to be able to comment. But do do comment, uh, obviously, in the chat as well, uh, because you can do so there. So understanding performance, why is performance important and why is it important for your uh, for your business and for your career and for your overall performance? Well, um, under, essentially performance is absolutely vital. If we look at it from a business in a business context, performance is around uh, your your turnover, it's around your growth, it's around the profitability of your business and how successful it is at retaining and recruiting the best people to come and work in your business as well that will help you to perform effectively. So performance is absolutely vital for any business and as an individual your performance is important too because it is what keeps you engaged in your work. You want to be good at what you do, you want to progress over time uh, or many people want to progress over time and start to uh, improve their performance and improve their careers too. So uh, performance is absolutely vital. And sometimes I find that performance is a little bit misunderstood um, because when we look at it from a sport context, for example, um, performance is essentially around making sure that people are doing the right things, they have the right skills and the right aptitude. But ultimately, it's also about this level of desire and ability to do well. Now, in a in a business context, we often don't really have the language to be able to fully explain that motivational element or that um, desire that somebody has to achieve great results. So um, it's very important when we talk about uh, performance. I see it as a bit of a I see it as a bit of a triangle performance. It's it's consists of a couple of factors. Uh, so one of those factors in performance, and it's something that I work with with many companies as part of the business at flagship, and that is we talk about direction. So the direction of a business is absolutely vital factor to overall uh, performance. So the direction is around the vision. It's around the values of the business. Um, it's around the policies and the procedures. So all the things around uh, compliance and safety culture and those kinds of things that dictate the, the direction of travel. And as an individual, it's important to evaluate our own directions of travel as well. So that's one of the key factors in understanding performance is making sure that we've got the direction and we're all heading in the same direction. And it's a sum and, and overall performance is a sum of these three areas. Um, the other the other is the skills. So has someone got the skills or their ability to be able to perform well and has the business got the skill sets 
that it needs in its people. Now, skills are things that we can improve and we can work on through development and training. Um, and it's something where if companies have got a budget to spend on trying to improve performance, they tend to go to this area first. And flagship as a training business, as a professional development business, that's something we see a lot of companies work with. And it's exciting for us to be able to work with them and help develop those skills and develop that knowledge, develop that understanding of people's businesses to enable them to perform better. But ultimately, we often think that that's then it. There's these two elements of uh, performance, which is the skills and the direction. So we talk about the vision and values and we talk about the skills and the skills development. So the third key area is around people's motivation. Now, motivation is like energy. It's about their propensity, their desire to want to get where they're going. And we talk about uh, motivation in terms of engagement as well. And engagement is an absolutely vital part for people in any business because that's what gives us a discretionary effort. That is where people come and stay, enjoy their work, want to progress, and they want to work for a fantastic business. Now, motivation is quite a complex thing. It's made up a bit about our personality. It's a bit about our self-concept, which is a bit of a posh way of saying the beliefs we have about ourselves. And it's also about the beliefs we have around the, about the world around us and about what work is. Uh, one of the things I'll often ask in, uh, in development training is, you know, what, what's your belief about work? What do you believe about work? And we start to get to understand people's self-concept of what they do and how, how, the, how work is and what work is. Um, and also it's about people's expectations, about their personal beliefs about themselves and their beliefs about the future and what that holds for them. So motivation is quite a complex thing. And we don't really tend to have language as managers to be able to discuss motivation effectively. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're proud to sponsor a Half Dozen Things podcast. Flagship Partners help their clients become safer, greener and greater through a range of consultancy and training services. We offer audits through to risk assessments, contracts through to support with managing your culture, all the way from mandatory training through to management training as well. So if you need any support, please do get in touch with Flagship Partners today. So this is what's really exciting because... Recently, I qualified as a motivational map practitioner, which means a motivational maps essentially is a tool that it enables us to measure motivation, but also start to understand people's motivations a bit better, both on an individual level, but also on a team level as well. So uh, motivational maps essentially show us that there are nine key motivators for people and people have different preferences on a scale of how motivated they are by different elements so um, to put that into context many many businesses will think that um, people's motivation is around financials we talk often around financial bonuses around um, pay and salary and those kinds of things and people say they're demotivated because they're not paid enough money well largely speaking that's partly true um, but also people have people are more complex than that and it isn't just about pay and rewards or financial rewards there are lots of different motivators some people will be motivated by meaning and purpose uh, some will be motivated by freedom and uh, ability to choose things uh, some people will be motivated by being seen as an expert at what they do and being highly skilled and highly valued uh, some will be um, motivated by being seen as a star player so there's lots and lots of different motivations. People are motivated as being part of a team. There are team players out there who are really motivated by being great 
having great relationships with the people they work with. So motivation and the energy that's created by motivation is quite a complex thing. And ultimately, the motivational map gives managers a tool which is enables them to help talk to their team around their motivation and also helps to nurture and develop that and reward uh, people in the way that they're best motivated so that we can get the best performance out of them. Now, when we go back to understanding performance, people who are able to properly motivate their teams uh, Im improve their overall profitability by 150% against those counterparts that don't. So it's an absolutely vital tool in the arsenal of any manager and any business in being able to achieve uh, a, a fantastic performance. So, so how does that? How how do we measure? How do we measure performance? Well, a lot of the time we measure it through financial KPIs and uh, different key performance indicators. But ultimately, if we break it back down to those three constituent parts, those three factors, how do we measure direction? So, well, we can measure the direction of the business by how effectively we're communicating our vision for the future, our values, how well embedded they're in the business our overall culture as a business as well. And we can measure those things by looking at surveys, for example, Gallup 12, other employee engagement surveys are out there. I wonder if um, my friend uh, Gary at Gobby is, is listening. He's obviously got a range of surveys as well. So there's lots of ways that we can start to measure direction and how well we're communicating our direction as an organisation. And again, skills are very measurable. We can see in, re in real life, the, the skills and the abilities that our team have, and we can see where some of those challenges may occur. So we can start to look at training and development for people and start to invest in important things like that to help improve performance. But ultimately, how how we measure motivation through through a mapping tool is we can we can give measurements for how people are engaged in different ways. So um, a motivational map, for example, is made up of uh, nine different key motivators, and they're broken up into three different sections each. One is around achievement, um, which is potentially around the achievement of financial goals, or it might be personal achievement around uh, someone's skills and knowledge. Um, you know, there, there's also the growth motivator. So you've got a suite of those, which is uh, people having meaning and purpose in their work, be, people having choice, and also people getting to create new products and new solutions. Some people are really motivated by that innovation and free thinking. And then, and then you've also got the relationship motivators, which are around uh, people wanting to have strong relationships in their workplace, people to be seen as a, as a star, um, you know, so star is one of the motivators, people like to be seen and recognized um, as, as a star player. And um, some people just seek stability and security. And if they don't get stability and security, then that can be very demotivating for them. So some people will be really negatively impacted when you talk about uh, losses in a business or potential redundancies, those kinds of things that can really, really negatively impact uh, many people if that's something that's a big priority for them, particularly if they've got families or um, if they uh, have had poor experiences in the past of workplaces. Because we go back to that thing around understanding motivation. It's about people's beliefs and their expectations around work. So when bad things have happened, um, then that, that then teaches them that bad things may happen again in the future. So um, just to recap, really, understanding performance. So performance is made up of three key factors. The first is direction. The second is around skills. And the third is around motivation. So 
I've gone on to explain sort of what what they are and how they work. So my question to you as an audience and those of you that have tuned in uh, more recently, I hope you go back and watch the rest of the video. Um, but I know that the LinkedIn for some reason said it was going to be an hour long. I only really intended it to last sort of 10 to 15 minutes, really. Um, but the question to you is, is what are you doing as a manager, as a leader to improve the performance of your team? And do you have the do you have the data that you need to be able to do that? Do you have um, the tools available? And if you haven't, then give me a shout and I'm more than happy to have a no obligation discussion around the, some of the things that we can do to help um, help support you achieve the performance that you're looking for. Certainly as an individual, as a business owner or as a line manager or a team leader, um, how we can start to improve the performance of your people, because those three key things are really, really important, and getting them right um, is is a complex uh, is a complex sort of mastery. Really, ultimately, like I said before, if you've got someone who's got a ten out of ten skills, ten out of ten ability, but they're only motivated thirty percent, you're only going to achieve a third of their performance overall because they're not actually motivated to perform. They're not going to use all of those skills. You're not going to get all of that benefit. So motivation is really, really important. So uh, like I say, we've been doing the, the map pra practitioner now and we're able to help support people with those. And uh, it's a fantastic tool. So what if, what if you were to go away now and start to think about how you can better motivate your team and some of the reward systems in your business and, and start to drive performance? Will it improve your team retention? Will it improve the overall engagement of your people and will that then have an impact in your overall performance and profitability because i think that it might and uh, i think that that will be very good for you as as a business too but i really uh, really thank you for watching and listening um i hope that that's been interesting or oh, we've just turned over to 13 minutes which i think is almost unlucky for some um but not for me uh so you know i think have have a think about that have a think about the performance in your team and some of the things and you say and do and the impact that that's going to have on the people around you. And certainly, even if you're a business owner on your own and you're looking to grow your business and you're looking to perform at your best, are you working in your center of excellence? Are you doing the things that are really motivating you? Because sometimes, you know, as a, as a line manager, as a leader, you could be really demotivated by um, the things that are happening around you. And it's just a reminder of that thing that people don't leave their jobs they leave their managers and understanding uh, performance and understanding how to improve performance and to improve people's engagement is a vital part of being a manager in any business because it helps you take the next step and move forward in your business. So uh, on that note, I managed to make it over to 14 minutes. I hope that it's been uh, useful for you. Uh, please do let me know in the comments and uh, yeah, I'll see you soon. I really hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmer. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners. And we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.